welcome to Scottish Slash Reads. As always, I'm Alex. And I'm Jay. Uh, and this is the Smutty Book Podcast You Never Wanted or Needed, where we discuss books, authors, tropes, and tentpin. Please be warned of spoilers and swearing from the outset and throughout. Here we are, my episode, my time to shine as always. This is the Crusty Cole episode, episode three, and it's titled Ruin Me Rune. I wonder why. <laughs> so since our first season, um, Alex has deepened her love of Crusty Cole, if I may say so. And Rune. Uh, and Rune, <laughs> it's true, and Rune. I think our first episode was right after you finished Lost Air and you were just shook at the but time. I think, uh, right. I don't know that I had re- read Sweet Ruin then because I, I don't I think you had. I think you'd only read Hunger Like No Other and Lost Air. Yeah, because then you were like, I know what will fix it. And then you told me to read Sweet Ruin and then I fell in love. Deeply. Yeah. Deeply. And I mean, I'd like also to say that this is right. We're recording this right after Cressley's new book, Monroe, just came out and it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was five at five. Five at oh, five. Obviously, but mostly Alex has a deep, deep love for Rune from Sweet Ruin. And it is so abiding that there's now a sticker in Cressley's shop called Ruin Me Rune and it's made for Alex. Yeah, because I would like to say that because I don't think I'm going to get the credit for this. <laughs> I picked the name on Discord ages ago. Yeah. It's- you did get the credit for it. Naomi even said it was No, for but you. listen, it's going to get popular. And Cresley's like such a rock star that everyone's going to be like, oh my God, that's such a good idea. And it needs, people need to know that I'm the source. Okay. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> I just, I love Rune. I mean, okay. I've named my Kindle Rune Me Rune. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should know that Rune is the uh, male MC in Sweet Ruin by Chrisley Cole, which is book like 16 in Immortals After He's Dark. also perfect and wonderful and everything, and he's a harmbo. He is a harmbo. Oh, we should explain what those are. Himbo. This is something you'll hear us say a lot. Himbo is definitely, it's a male bimbo. Harmbo is a harmful male bimbo. Um, I say simbo, which is a simping male bimbo, so... I think, yeah, so we need to acknowledge the fact right now, because we're talking about Rune, so we need to. Rune is, like, painfully stupid. <laughs> um, yeah. But he's also my whole life and my reason to be alive, so... Honestly, he is. The fact that he's also, like, um, a big slut makes it even better. I love him so much. So, like, we, his okay, intro in talk- the book is, like, him banging formants which i think is iconic so rune um is a bane blood which means that he's poisonous which is really oh hot <laughs> why was that hot for you because um, i'm a me. bane blood in crusley's crusley's world is a uh, dark fey basically he's half demon half fey and he's also alex's mate yeah and as a result of his mix, he's what's called a bane blood, which means that his saliva, his kiss, and his semen is all deadly poison, even to immortals. Not to me, though. Which is why that um, it's like a great book because Joe, his actual mate, not Alex, basically is like, yeah, fuck your poison. 
That's because Joe. No, we've have we already said we've already said it's spoilers. Joe yeah. is a phantom vampire, and she is also everything to me. <laughs> I know she's so badass. Um, it's just great because she just basically ruins. Literally, she kind of like tackles him, and it's just like your blood smells lit. And she drinks from him, and instead of like dying, she gets like you know like she fills out, and Rune is like. <gasps> <laughs> My favorite, okay, so my favorite moment, well, no, not my favorite moment. One of my favorite moments in Sweet Rune was when Joe is literally like, oh, um, just so you know, I'm your mate. <laughs> and Rune's like, no, you're that not. That was so, it was a great, it was like, where was it? Um, he goes, oh, she goes, oh, does any of the Morior have uh, mates? And he goes, <coughs> he's like, why would you ask that? She goes, I'm totally yours. <laughs> She's so, I love her. I love her. Yeah. And then we also need to talk about how Rune is um, my shit edging king. He's the worst edger in the whole wide world. He's literally got all these plans to like edge Joe for like literally like decades. He's like, I'm going to edge her. She's going to be like dying. And then literally the second he goes down, he's like, oh, never mind. Literally. Well, apparently he used to use that as like a form of torture and how he would get information out of people, which I'm like, um, I feel like people, this is the thing about torture in general. People will say anything to make it stop. So, you know, like it's not good intel. Anyway, but Rune is like, has this history of being this great edger and whatever. And literally he can't, it's like, and also he like comes in like two, two pumps, two pump chop. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But we need to remember that he has like the seal. So he's just so buzzing to get rid of it. Like he's just like, yes. oh, he does have a demon seal, which means he cannot ejaculate until he meets his mate. So it's a big deal. Um, It's even funnier that he's like totally owns up to it in the next book. Listen, I love him. He's everything yeah. to me. I mean, I love the Morior. I hope to get more Morior books. I'm hoping the next book is a Morior. But, you know, we'll see. Is there- I want a new third book. Yes, the dragon shifter. Yeah. I mean, Meg will literally, I don't know if Meg could honestly function if there was a crusty cold dragon shifter book. Like, I think Meg would self-combust. Um, but you do have a hard on for dragons. You need to chill out. Yeah, and it's really funny because when you'll say to her like, oh, look, there's a dragon in this book and she'll be like, oh, that's really hot. And then he'll then she'll be like, oh, wait, wait but only when they're a shifter and i'm like keep telling yourself that you've got a boner for dragons like i don't know what to tell you oh my god <laughs> like she's just got a boner for oh dragons. speaking of dragons uh when we talk about katie roberts new dragon bride book <laughs> no i don't want it <laughs> i've seen have you seen the fan art about it uh bruh have you seen the there's no that thing i can't it's it's too bad uh, honestly it's like you can see it like it's if you guys want to, you can go to Katie Roberts' Twitter and see this art, but it is alarming. Yeah, make sure that like you're not at work or whatever, because wow. Yeah, um, I was shook about it. I like literally had to lay it down afterwards because it's just it's too big. You can see it, like it's too big. Yeah, it's not. Mm. No, I'm not a fan. Um, but I mean, you know, I'm sure that that is gonna sell like crazy too. Okay. Sorry. 
back to critical we should have organized this like should we talk about like 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 the species and then talk about the people in the species or should we talk about my horrible sandwich or should we talk about the books like from like how do you want to do it? we can talk you want to start from the beginning the yeah first book let's let's talk okay. about nikolai okay let's talk about nikolai because i have feelings <laughs> okay so you guys know nikolai is the warlord wants forever it's technically 0.5 of the series it was a novella and then crusty was like i could write more of these it's hot so, as fuck yeah i told you i told you it was i was shook i read yeah. it in like a half a day <laughs> i told you you were gonna love him a lot he is very toxic He's um, he's, Nikolai is a vampire, obviously. In Krusty's world, basically, they have, um, their brides are what brings their body back to life, essentially. Their heartbeat slows and dies when they become a vampire. And so there's no blood flow, so no erections either. Um, but he gets triggered by Mist, who's a Valkyrie. And, yeah, he does. whoa, it gets scandalous, you know? I'm just gonna say... Five-year boner. Five-year boner. Fucking yeah. imagine. <laughs> Five-year boner. I just love that he's, like, being propped up by his brother the whole time because he's having so much blood flow. Go I know. Murdoch is like, like yo, your yeah. boner. <laughs> he's like, can you handle it? Yeah. I know. I mean, it's a, it's a great start. It definitely introduces a lot. Um, it's funny going back and reading it, how much foreshadowing she had for, like, the next four books. It's, like, crazy. Yeah, but also not just the next four books, but more than that, because th- she kind of goes into like all of the brothers, the Roth brothers. Like, yeah. you kind of know where they, well, apart from Conrad, who's missing at the time. All, and also Sebastian, but you know, they are mentioned, so. Yeah, they talk about Katarine gearing up for the Talisman High. They talk about Emma. They talk about um, Bowen, which is re- really random. Or, and they talk about Marikita. They talk about Danny. They talk about a bunch in that book. It's like so funny how uh, apparently she did an interview and they, someone asked like how she can remember all of this, like what she puts in. She goes, like, yeah, I have a very big Excel spreadsheet. And Cressley, if you're listening, I would pay so much money to see that Excel spreadsheet. You have no idea. Um, <laughs> what? It's true. And you guys have, so after that, her first full length novel is A Hunger Like No Other, which, which is Waka and Emma. We already did. Um, then the second book is No Rest for a Wicked, which is Vampire and Valkyrie again. It's Nikolai's younger brother, Sebastian. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we should say that Sebastian is the purest of beans, and Alex does not like that because he is so not toxic. He's like, literally, we have a toxic man scale um, for Cressley's books, and he is the bottom. And I think Monroe is like literally one up above him, but... You like know. Monroe's not even one up, maybe like 0.5 up, honestly. Yeah, like they're very on the same level. Monroe is just... harder than Sebastian though. Honestly, I did not like I enjoyed the book, but Sebastian, I was like <sighs> Yeah, I mean it set up for a lot of books. It wasn't my favorite, but I mean I love a toxic man. Yeah. And then, okay, I hope you guys are ready for this. Book three, Wicked Deeds on a Winter's Night is Bowen and Marikita. <laughs> Which, as you know, I mean, since she read it, she loves Bowen. I love Bowen. He was my favorite for a long time. I love really. Bowen. I love Bowen. He's bottom of my of my harmful sandwich. He sits on the bottom. 
Yeah, like she has her top three, which is Rune, Cade, and uh, Bowen. So yeah, Bowen is, is a harmbo. She classifier is a harmbo. Yeah, but then Cade is the squishy himbo in the middle, like the yes. filling. And then there's two harmbos on either side. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. if we say harmbo, you should know going into it, if you're going to read the books, it means they're toxic and yeah. they oh. fuck up a lot. Okay. Bowen, so- the subtitle of this book honestly could be Bowen makes the wrong decision each time. <laughs> Bowen is everything to me. I I fucking love Bowen, okay? So, first of all, let me say, the funniest thing I've ever said ever was... <laughs> so, there's this bit in Sebastian's book where Bowen gets, like, he stands on a landmine. No, when Sebastian yeah. stands on a landmine. And then he traces away and it explodes. And half of Bowen's face, like, goes away. And Mariketta has put this, like this hex on him so he doesn't like heal <laughs> so he's yeah. just got like half a face so I always put like the emoji of just the eye and the lips <laughs> like <laughs> and she's like this, this is Bowen <laughs> <laughs> it's true I mean uh you know Faded Mates the podcast they have uh, a limbs count for how many limbs are lost in a Cressley Cole book and they literally like and it's true it's like she loves to hack their limbs off I love yeah. it it's iconic can we like okay so also though we need to talk about Marikea because she's one of my favorite female main characters yes I, love I like that she is short and curvy yeah yeah also I love you know what I mean I said this before in our other episode I love 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 that the women always end up stronger than the men at the end like yeah. the men are literally just like holding their purses at the end it's iconic but also for the next like four books Marikea's like really helpful in them like she's always yeah. there like hi yeah she's like hi you need something i'm here i'm here to help you oh just ignore Bowen. <laughs> <laughs> which is why it's so funny because again there's going to be spoilers for the series if you guys are not haven't read this far don't turn it off because i'm about to spoil something big the fact that he's their fucking familiar and like he can follow her because he's a fucking wolf familiar that is hilarious to me while we're while we've said the thing about spoilers though can we talk about when he says the wrong name when they're like oh my god yes okay this is a big thing a lot of people have this so bowen backstory um (laughs) he believed for a long time that a fey princess was his mate named mariah and basically she died running from him during the full moon because that's obviously when he like the beast takes over or whatever and when he claims Marikea for the first time aka when they first have sex he screams Mariah and bruh oh my god I scream a lot of people are like I would never forgive him for that I'm like whatever. I bet, okay no but we find out later that it wasn't like he was under a spell like it's yeah not, like it's- yeah it's it's a big reveal later but that Mariah was never his mate. She was yeah. he was enchanted to believe that. So you forgive him a bit. A lot of people just like really don't like that part that he calls the wrong name. I honestly think it's not that big deal. I so okay. I I really like I was really like shook. When I found out why he did it, I was like, well, he's like he couldn't have helped it. Like it Yeah. You just it's like I mean I thought it was alright. You know. I love that. That's the same. But okay, so book four is Dark Needs on Night's Edge, which is Conrad and Naomi uh, with the E-O-M-I, not my love, my French, uh, my French baby, uh, Naomi, who (laughs) Alex, don't make that face. I adore Naomi Lane. Sorry, not sorry. 
Um, she's also the social media manager for Gina and Cressley. But I like this. Okay, Dark Needs at Night's Edge. I love an insane man. I love an insane man. But I know you didn't like this. No, I did like it. How much though? I feel like you never talk about them. No, I don't because there's better, but I, it was all right. <laughs> there is. He's so not this the is the third Roth brother, basically. He's not the best Roth. Nikolai's the best. He's not. I do like that his kids, though, will become like Joe and Thad. Yeah. Which apparently they're going to have a lot of them, too. Because Nick yeah. says like the first set of twins. Um, Here we go. Are you ready for the next one? Dark Desires After Dusk with Hayden and uh, with Caden and Holly. So this is her himbo, her middle sandwich. I love he's, just, he's an idiot. I love it. He's my idiot. I love him. He's such a creepy stalker. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> I love him so much. I, I love this book. This, this is one of my favourites. So I'd say my favourite books in the series so far that I've read, one is Sweet Ruin, two is Kate's book, and then three is Bone's book. Like, that's my favourites at the moment. That's her sandwich. I've not finished them. Yeah, except it's different. Oh, no, that's... Yeah, that's right, yeah. That's your sandwich. <laughs> that's my sandwich. So it's, like, the guys and also the stories. I found out recently... In fact, no, it's not, baby. Book... My third favourite is Gareth's book. Oh yeah, not Bowen's book. Bowen's book's four. Wow, but Bowen is still above Gareth, though. Yeah, you're a big adventure person. I'm a big kidnapping person. I like kidnapping. I like when they get kidnapped. But I like it when they don't go anywhere else after the kidnapping. Like you like it when they go on like adventures together. I'm like, no. Well, give me an example of one of the books. What? Give me an example. Um, Wicked Abyss. Ugh. Um, let's see. I guess Kiss of a Demon King, Hunger Like No Other. Um, Kiss of a Demon King. You need to stop. Warlord Wants Forever. That's fact, a kidnapping. Wait, wait, wait. We need to stop because if you get me on a Rydstrom rant, I won't stop. We'll get to him. Okay. Cade is breath. the best weed. Weed, right? He's the best. Is it weed? I thought it was wood. weed. Weed. That's what Robert Petkoff says. Oh, by the way, Robert Petkoff is the audible narrator for these books and he is fantastic oh my Steady. god if you like audible books these are the best kelsey like, is like deeply in love with him hi kelsey yeah kelsey we love you we know you're trying to break up his marriage what <laughs> <laughs> i texted kelsey and i was like oh him and his wife don't seem that serious anyway it <laughs> 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 looks like they're you know they're not yeah whatever i mean they're oh, just okay so casual I know, you know, whatever. Um, next is Deep Kiss of Winter, which I did not realize came between the two woes, um, which is Murdoch and Danny. I like uh, that. You told me I wasn't going to like that. I like that one. I didn't like it because there was like not as much smut as usual. And, but I did like how it like starts at the Warlord Once Forever and then you like see them progress. So that's what I liked about it, how you got all the Roth brothers. I liked the bit at the end where they all came together. Um, yeah. And So it's the last yeah. Roth book. Yeah. I, I it's like funny because you don't really see them again. <laughs> well, they're all kind of just doing their own thing now. Like they're just kind of yeah. living quiet lives. Like Nikolai and Mister are going to try for kids. But then I, I, I mean, I suppose the Valkyrie books now have kind of veered off in a to a different direction 
than like the vampire hate. Although that might no, we haven't had a Valkyrie in a bit. No, but you huh. know, we do have um, <clears throat> a certain someone. Yeah, we do. Up at some point. <laughs> do well, give, okay. I don't want to give Monroe spoilers because I think it's too new. Yeah. Monroe spoilers. We'll try and keep it light. Just know that it's worth the five-year wait, in my opinion. Um, which Alex can't relate to, obviously, because she just started reading him. But Kiss of a Demon King, uh, Ride Storm and Spin. Fucking Ride Storm! No, no. <laughs> Tell them why you don't like this book. Because he's a cunt. Right, listen. He is the worst of the Weed brothers, okay? There's only two. Yeah, I know. And he's the worst. He is the worst. If there was only one, he would be the worst, okay? He's just terrible. And I think my issue with him is that he is the um, resand of Immortals After Dark. Yes, he totally is. Oh, we said this earlier. I forgot. We forgot our comparisons. Yeah. For those Whereas- who like Akatar. You guys should know that Caden is the Cassian. Caden's the Cassian, and that's why I'm deeply obsessed with him. I love Cassian. Obviously. And I love Cade. Um, Redstrom is exactly like the, is exactly like Resand, and it just, I just, I like Sabine. I like Sabine. Um, Which is an evil MC. She's a sorcerer. And she basically kidnaps him to steal his sperm in the beginning, which is pretty iconic of her. Hot, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, I... I don't know what it was about, you know, right, so this, I'm going to talk about Wicked Abyss a little bit, right? My issue with those two books was that there was a big chunk of it, which I know some people would really enjoy, but there's a big chunk of it where Reistrom and Sabine are just walking, and I'm like, (laughs) I can't know something about them walking, I can't, honestly. (laughs) Like, they just are walking, and then in Wicked Abyss, there's like an eight-chapter-long dinner, and I'm like, Oh my god, it's not eight chapters. She gets, um, I think this really speaks to you as a reader, though. She needs to be completely engaged, whether it's action or smut. Um, if it's just talking, she's going to peace out. It's, but it's not just like a little bit of talking. It's like extended talking about things that I don't personally care about. <laughs> the people we will anyway, I don't care about. Kiss of a Demon King, Rage Demon, and a Sorcerer. Next is your baby. Uh, Pleasure of a Dark Prince, which is Gareth and Lucia. <laughs> the way that Alex's face changes every time I say one of like her really like boys she loves, it's just hilarious. Okay, so here's the thing. I was not expecting to like Gareth because Gareth is a pure bean, okay? He is a pure bean. And yet... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yet you loved him so much. Right, here's the thing though. He's not that pure. I mean, he was really pushing for them to have sex. And Lucia was like, no, we're not having sex. And he was like, yeah, we are. And um, I- How's that different from any of the other books though? Because Real question. Sebastian wasn't really like that. He was like, he was like, oh, I don't want to know. Oh. He really wanted to bite her. Is what yeah, it was. I know, but then he was like, oh, I can't bite her. And I was like, fuck off, Sebastian. I don't care. Um. <laughs> Gareth is like perfect and I will protect him with my life. Yeah. I mean, I love in the beginning where he's talking about how he senses Lachlan is still alive. I love that the book starts when he like still thinks Lachlan is dead. I like that. Um, because it shows like how it affected him and stuff like that and how he didn't want to be king. Whole thing. My favorite part of that book 
sorry, my favourite part of that book was the bit where um, Gareth and um, Lucia have they fought and he's basically leaving her and he's like his inner thoughts are like I'm gonna go and help Lachlan get a mortal child for Emma because they don't fucking understand she doesn't want a mortal baby she wants her own baby yeah and Lachlan is not ready for that so yeah, he Gareth's is like I'm gonna go and like acquire a mortal child for Lachlan and Emma and I'm like what <laughs> this is one of my favorite things about Crestley is that no matter the epilogue, it doesn't always mean that they have kids. Um, their pregnancy trope is rare for her. Not super rare. She does have a couple books with it, but it's like a lot of romance novels end with like, oh, we're pregnant, whatever. Like that's their happy ending. That's not the case for Cressley. She doesn't believe in that, um, which I love. We'll have to skip the next one because you haven't read it yet, which is Demon from the Dark. I haven't read it which is the IPB of um, Cressley's series. There is a cave and a language barrier. All that good fun stuff. It's on my list. Dreams of a Dark Warrior, Rain and Declan. You just started this one though. You're still reading it, right? Yeah. The first appearance of Thaddeus Braden, the purest of beans, the child. Oh my He's God. He's the only acceptable child. The only He's acceptable the child. child. Have you seen the Mandalorian? He's the child. He's better than the Mandalorian child. He's everything. Oh my God. <laughs> Listen, that is everything to me, okay? Mr. Lothair, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, going right into our next one, Lothair. See, Which... when he gets older, I really, I need him to go to that, like, realm where time goes differently and I need him to, like, age up and come back and I need him to fuck the shit out of Natalia because they both deserve it, okay? <laughs> they both deserve it. I mean, I worry that Chrisley's going to do, like, a, a kind of, like, oh, they're together now. But I don't know. I feel like we don't Fair know enough. Enough. Although actually, I don't about know like Natalia about like... having sex. I feel really un- he's like my baby, right? He's like my he child. is. He's only he's so he's introduced in Dreams of a Dark Warrior at seventeen. Um, yeah, but he's he also millennia go... old. <laughs> I know, which so... is that's the thing. Well, they were in stasis. That's why. Give yeah, but... it. Um, which is also but... revealed in Sweet Ruin. Listen, he's so... my child. It would be weird reading about it, but I can I do need him to. Fuck Natalia, they both deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Also, Dreams of a Dark Warrior, I definitely recommend because half of it is in Lothair's perspective. Oh. And you can tell Cressley just loves Lothair because he's like always in books now and it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love Lothair? I love Lothair. Yeah. And Lothair's book, it's her fattest one. Um, I love that his. Okay, I hate the human immortal trope. Really don't like it. I hate that like the whole like oh I'm gonna die or I'm gonna age bullshit I loved it in that book <laughs> I was like feed me Cressley <laughs> I really see while we're talking about Lothair we need to talk about um our friend Kelsey who we called out earlier so Kelsey when she first like read Lothair she read it with me and she was like that was too toxic like I'm not feeling it now Lothair she, did, her- she also read it out of order she read Wicked Abyss first and then Lothair okay but now Lothair is her comfort book yeah that's not a comforting book, baby. It's not. Honestly, I adore Chris, uh, Kelsey, but the fact is she read Dreams of a Dark Warrior and Leo, who, Lothair, um, wears fucking leather pants. <laughs> yeah, and then she got a boner. And really sold it for her. Yeah, she got a major boner, and then that was it. She was like, yeah. my man. That's her man from now on. She's obsessed with him. 
And I love Kelsey, but the fact that she only has like a couple men she simps for for fiction and the rest are women. I love that. And I love that Lothair is on that list. <laughs> and um, also, so Kelsey's just started reading Monroe today and she's going to be very excited that... Um, Finally. Yeah, Maybe because Monroe are busy, okay? Some of us have like stuff to do. I know. It's kind of rude though, honestly. Um, you haven't read the next one, but that one's Shadow's Claim, which is Trahan, uh, one of Lothair's nephews, and Bettina, who I'm not Bettina a fan of. I heard really annoying. She's very selfish, um, but it's because she's like, I mean, this is relatable for anyone who's been in this situation, but she's totally in love with a gay man. Um, but like most of the book, she's like simping over the gay man. Oh, so. Um, I mean, there's a lot of like foreshadowing. I mean, they talk about Lachlan in that book too, which I highlighted. And it was like a big fight uh, competition. And they're like, oh, it reminds you of like the old like fighters, Lachlan, the great king. And then also they talk about Leo fighting. And I'm like, okay, please. I can only simp so much for these characters. Um, okay, this is a rough one. McReeve, which Listen, is- I've, I've started that. I'm, I'm, I'm having a rough time with McReeve, to be honest. I had a rough time with McReeve as well. Um, it's Uliam and Chloe. The reason I had a rough time is this is a very triggering topic. So please, if you are triggered by um, sexual abuse of minors, please turn off this. But that prologue just messes you up. And then also he's just terrible to Chloe for the whole book until the end. To the point where I was like, I can't. I've I've read it twice. And if you guys are even remotely aware, I simp so hard for Cressley. The fact that I've only read it twice is just sad. So I, but I get... You know, it, it is like very accurate portrayal for PTSD for that kind of stuff. But so I read the prologue when I was at work and um, I can safely say I'll never read the prologue again. Yeah. It, like once it's rough. Enough. It was very well read, but once was enough. It was. Yeah. Cool. I mean, it's like, I hope just don't read it. If you, uh, if you get triggered by those, it's rough 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 going. i think if you have like a history or a trigger by like sexual harassment or abuse i would skip it maybe read like the spark notes or something um because you can't really even say just to skip the prologue i would just say yeah because it's just be aware. Um, it's a defining factor for most of that book just i mean it is sad because i mean this was something someone pointed out it is um like will's been basically tricked into thinking that a succubus is his mate since he was nine years old. So for four years, um, it's really just rough, 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 rough. Um, damn. But it is also uh, a factor in Monroe's book. Monroe talks about how he wants to go back and like heal that trauma for Will. But I mean, you know. to be honest, I read Monroe and I didn't feel like I'd missed anything from Nor because Kel- Cresley's very good at summing previous books up. Yeah. So. Um, I didn't feel like I missed anything. By That's why her books it. are technically standalone. Yeah. I always say that. She says that. She goes, I work very hard to make them standalone. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, they are technically standalone. Uh, you haven't read the next one either, Dark Sky, which I think you'll like a lot. TBH, because Who's there's that? wing play. Who's that? It's Thronus and Lance. I've been really excited for Thronus' story. 
yeah, you'll like it a lot. Um, mostly because Lance is a fucking badass. Also, it's an adventure book, and a lot of it's in Pandemonium, which is also Wicked Abyss, which is uh, Abyssian's realm, basically. We'll get there. Then, of course, there's Sweet Ruin. There's Ruin <laughs> Sweet Ruin is perfect, and it's everything, and you should all read it right now, and it's perfect, and Ruin is amazing, and I will gatekeep him forever. <laughs> I mean, I just love Ruin. Um, I loved it because it was the introduction of the Moriar. Uh, Cressley had foreshadowed them arriving since Gareth's book. It was amazing. I loved it. They're the bringers of doom. Um, and they're still fucking morons. I just love that he's 7,000 years old and still such an idiot. <laughs> I appreciate that. So, so Rune and um, Abyssian are like best friends. And obviously they've got their own books, but in their respective books, so they share a brain cell. And the yeah. brain cell is not with them in their books. So I, I'm just going to say it. Abyssian's stupider. I'm sorry. Like, he's definitely... I feel like he is too. Pardon? I feel like he is too because you could really figure... You you felt Rune's, throp, uh, Rune's, ugh, Rune's thought process in his book. You really could understand where he was coming from. It was like kind of based on logic, but also emotion. Yeah. Sian's was fucking I don't know where he was coming from honestly Sian was like so I know that Kelsey loves Sian so I'm so sorry but literally like I don't understand how he has lived for as long as he has lived because he's so painfully stupid well I mean apparently he wasn't stupid I feel like this is something that I love (laughs) she's like men are just stupid when it comes to women I love that and to their mates, generally. Um, but the next is Shadow Seduction, which is her MM book. Uh, I adore this book. And if you guys should talk this book, I'll fucking find you. Sorry. Um, sorry. <laughs> Cressy has um, a very devoted following, but some of them are against the MM or whatever. I don't understand it. Please like, never say to me or Jay, oh, I just pretend like one of them is female. It's a female. Oh god. my god. I'll come I swear to God. Don't yeah. say it. Just don't say it. It's really simple, guys. Presley explains that they can have same-sex partners. It makes sense. You know, like, she really does explain it. It doesn't make the series any different or whatever. I adore it. I also love that they're both fucking stupid. Yep. I mean, they're both, and to be straight, is that they are both bisexual, as it is also explained, um, which is just great. And also, Mercio says that Caspian is merc-sexual, which is, means only gay for him, which I adored. That's really home. <laughs> he goes, he's like, many people are merc-sexual. You're not alone. <laughs> like, oh my god. And the fact that he's also um, Lothar's nephew. So Lothar is also in that book a lot, uh, which is also great because I adore Lothar. Not to mention, like, there's a part where they're expecting Lothar to be homophobic, and instead he's just a racist. <laughs> like, really he tracks. just gets mad. <laughs> I know, right? He gets mad that it's a demon, not that it's a man. <laughs> I love him. He just like literally looks at him and then he's like, why the fuck would I give a fuck that you're a male? He's like, no, I just don't like that you're a demon. (laughs) I love him. 
<laughs> it's really funny. And Ellie, of course, my icon, my queen, is like, <sighs> she goes, you're digging yourself deeper than a mole. Another door her. Um, Wicked Abyss, of course, we talked already. I love that her their kids are going to be Banebloods as well. Yeah. Like which that. makes me think, now that we talked about it, Conrad and Naomi's kids will be fanfires. Yeah. And then they'll be Baneblood kids. And then whatever... I was thinking about this. You realize that Rune and um, Joe's kids would be like four different species? Yeah, they would definitely be able to um, date Sien and Lila's kids. 100%. I know. There's a lot. And finally, the long-awaited Monroe finally came out. It was iconic. I got an arc. I mentioned this a lot, but I got an arc. FYI, I got to read it before everyone else. It was extremely difficult to keep the spoilers. <laughs> it was, but now that it's out, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, like it said in one well review, it's like a hug from Cressley because all the old characters are in it. Um, you know, it's just like a great book for her to return on. And I'm so happy that she's back. <laughs> but that's me. I can't wait for Alex to finish the rest of these books so that we can have our final Crestacle episode next season. Do you know, we've not even spoken about um, any of the Game Maker series. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, we have a Mafia episode. We could probably save that for them. Oh yeah, we could put it in there. Yeah, to be honest, that's all I'm going to want to talk about because, as you know, Mafia romance is uh, not my thing. Yeah, it's not my thing either. I always, I'm like, I have a background in law enforcement, so I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Also, though, I seem to have read a lot of Mafia books. (laughs) You have. I think that's because it's like a weird, like, really popular right now on TikTok. Book talk, everyone's like, got a boner for those Mafia books. And I'm like, I don't. Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fine we can put it there i'm excited yeah i mean i love cressy i can't wait for more people to have read all of her books she just she's a pure being okay like we're, we must protect her with all our soul and our lives okay and just i adore her <laughs> i'm getting emotional thank you okay so jay's crying hey leave me alone okay this will be you if you I don't know. Who would you cry over? No one. <laughs> wow. That was rude. No one. Oh my god, you're so rude. I can't. I'm literally just like, I'm gonna block you right now. I'm gonna pull you and block you. Yeah. Um, anyways, by the way, next week we'll be back with the book of Azrael, not the one who sucks um and can't be a spy master, but with Amber. Uh, basically, we're going to do an interview about her upcoming release, which comes out March 29th. It's uh, been quite widely awaited. Yeah. I know. So Very anticipated. We'll see you guys. Very anticipated. I mean, Alex Bader read it, and um, you can- <laughs> she's still not okay. <laughs> Amber, you ruined me, and I will never forgive you. That's all I, I mean. <laughs> but we're excited to do that one, too. So we'll see you guys next week.